0: Back here on on one-on-one, our monthly conversation with Fordham's athletic director, David Roach, Drew Casey with Dave on Tuesday, leading up to a couple of basketball games. But
1: Dave, this past
0: weekend, I was just
1: joking with you. Did you get any sleep?
0: First off, how's everything going?
1: Uh, Things are going well. It was a busy weekend, obviously with uh, the breakfast for champions on Sunday morning, football dinner, Sunday night, uh, some games and the whole thing, but it was... uh, fun weekend successful the weather could have been a little better on Sunday it was a little messy getting around Uh, but for the breakfast for champions we had Joan Cronin uh, woman's athletic director emeritus from the University of Tennessee who gave gave a very nice presentation and it's always a great event to be able to have our student-athletes there about 363 of them who have an overall GPA of 3.0 or higher.
0: One of the big events on the court is a milestone and we don't necessarily always talk about this a thousand points or this or that but Stephanie Gately wins her 116th game as head coach of Fordham women's basketball that's the most ever in program history she was here although not for that long when you came to Fordham you you talk a lot about this coach this person they have the stuff the intangibles that you can that you like to see in someone when you met her did you did you see that stuff, and did you think that
1: this could happen? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been here five years. She's been here six. And it's kind of interesting to think that she's our all-time winningest coach, and she's only been here six years. Uh, but obviously a lot of success and kind of on path this year to have another probably 20-win season and go to postseason play. But uh, Stephanie has what it takes. I call it the X factor. And it's somebody who could motivate student-athletes. Uh, knows the game, the X's and O's, and can recruit. And she really has the total package. And I kind of marvel uh, every day when I kind of walk by and see how she runs practice, because she really has the ability to let every individual know what they need to do, what their role is on the team, and uh, have them accept it and be willing to be part of the program and the team. So it was a lot of fun uh, to see her become the winningest coach, and we played pretty darn good hitting. Was it 16 or 18 threes and having another great defensive performance? And it was good to see us offensively shoot the ball better than we had in, in a couple of games and everything.
0: The team, 18-9 and 9 this year, 9-4 and 4 in the Atlantic 10. They started 6-0 and 0 in the A-10, lost four in a row. Now they've won their last two. Only a couple of games left in the regular season with the restructured A-10 tournament this year. What, what what has impressed you the most about this team? Because I'm not sure a lot of people expected them to be 18-9
1: and nine and be well on their way to a 21 season. Well, I would say uh, the resiliency is something special. And as you say, we did start off well. Knew we would kind of hit that stretch where you never can tell what will happen when you go on the road and you play uh, certain people and everything. Uh, and – to come back now and play well again is speaks well of the program and kind of what's going on. But I mean, I never really count a coach Gately team out because even last year when we had a losing record, we went to the a 10 tournament and we were one shot away from upsetting Duquesne and getting to the championship game. So, uh, I always kind of feel going into every game. Uh, she's got a plan that's going to be successful and, You know, 99 times out of 100, the kids kind of come through with that plan, and we have great success. So it was terrific to see on Saturday. You mentioned the weather
0: on Sunday not being so good, and you might not think, oh, outdoor sports, not time for it. But softball is underway, and don't usually hop to them this early in February. But a couple of outlets had them having the biggest win of the weekend in the country this past weekend, beating a ranked team in Baylor out of the Big 12, picking up two other Power six wins with teams receiving votes. I mean, it's the best start ever in Fordham softball history, tied for the best ever. And it's, it's sort of a similar question to coach, coach Gately, Coach Orchard on the softball side. I'm not really surprised anymore, but when you see those wins, what goes through your head?
1: Now, I'm not surprised anymore either, but I would have to say that a lot of us looked at you know, going to Arizona and playing uh, five games all against tough opponents, and we hadn't been outside yet. So on the first day to beat number 21 Baylor one to nothing when you haven't been outside is pretty special accomplishment. And I think then it just kind of – and then we played Arizona after that, lost to them, but then defeated uh, Tulsa, Cal State Northridge, and Northwestern all by one run. Kind of shows how tough we are. we got a great group of seniors, and this program just kind of keeps – rolling along so I think that you know we've got a chance to have a special year and in talking with some of the student athletes and everything I know that they kind of see that this is a great opportunity and you know you don't want to have a letdown but to go to Arizona and win those five games coming from the Northeast is quite an accomplishment and you know obviously we've gotten a lot of notoriety in in the I think it's the coaches poll or the AP poll or whatever um, we got votes, which really would put us thirtieth. So you could say we're ranked thirtieth in the country right now.
0: You mentioned the opportunity this year in the senior core, and time and time again, the program keeps rolling. NCAA appearance, NCAA appearance, A10 championship, A10 championship. What can fans expect this year? Should should they expect a you know or hope for the next step and get through to the supers?
1: Well, I think if you talk to the student athletes on the team. And the coaches, I think the next step or the goal is to get through the the regionals and go to the super regionals or whatever they're called Uh, because we've done the first step many times and came close when we played down at James Madison and some other times. So I think that, you know, if things go well, and what we did this past weekend will bode well for maybe being – maybe a, a two seed in a regional or something like that as opposed to being a four and maybe being closer to home and kind of all depends on who is at the regional you go to. I mean, last year we went out to Oregon, which is kind of a tough draw when you saw some other people stay closer to home and you said, Hey, that would have been uh, good too. So,
0: Drew Casey here with David Roach on our monthly conversation. This one for February of 2017. Dave, the the premier sport is men's basketball. Let's get to that. 10 and 15, the squad overall, 4 and 8 in the A-10. Last time that we spoke, they had just beaten Davidson on the road, and then shortly then after, beat VCU here at home in a a thriller. But they've lost four of five since, or the last four of five. Where do you you assess the team today? The thing that
1: I like is there is really no quit. And I use the word resiliency. with women's basketball and I kind of see the same thing with the men and we've just been kind of hit with the injury bug and we've probably talked about it before, but we have three guys who essentially missed the whole season who would have played significant amount of time, uh, most likely coming off the bench or maybe one of them starting. And then we lost pro cop Selena, uh, last week with a broken hand. So we're kind of down to, uh, smaller amount of troops, but to go to George Mason right after losing uh, your big guy and to get it within one with a minute or two to go just shows you how tough and resilient they are. So, I mean, they're working real hard, uh, coaches and student athletes and everything, so um, we'll see what happens kind of down the stretch. I mean, we could catch fire and uh, do some damage in the A-10 tournament, but obviously the program is in good shape.
0: With with down the stretch coming up, is there anything that you hope to see, or, or want to see, or even maybe need to see heading in, into the Atlantic Ten tournament?
1: I'm not sh- sure I need to see anything. Um, it would be nice to pick up a couple of wins and maybe stay out of the Wednesday night uh, first round, and uh, I think we're capable of doing that. Uh, we got some games that maybe are more winnable than some others when you looked at the the schedule. But you know, you got to play well and. But I know we're going to play great defense, and we're never going to quit. So we'll kind of see see what happens.
0: Keeping with the busyness from basketball to baseball, that starts this weekend as well. And just a, you know, a brief touch on them. We, we don't know what we're going to see from them on the field, obviously, because they haven't been there yet. But what are some of your
1: expectations and hopes for Kevin Layton's squad this season? Kevin uh, has done a great job here. And every year we seem to take kind of another step forward. And I know that this year we're picked sixth to be finishing the A-10 uh, I think he's got a great group. Uh, they haven't been outside much, but they were outside last Wednesday when it was 62, the day before the snow, and they played an inter-squad scrimmage. So they've been out a little bit, and I think we're ready to go. And a uh, great trip coming up to is it Texas or California this weekend? Texas. Texas. And so uh, ready to go, and uh, let's see what happens and everything. Uh, but it's a great spring sport, especially when it gets to be about 70 degrees. Uh, and uh, I think the guys are ready and excited and it should be a a terrific year moving
0: to another sport a couple more and then we'll wrap things up football had its year-end banquet this past weekend up in Tarrytown now that the season is is in the past and the focus is clearly on 2017 I think they had their first workout official workout for 2017 the day after the dinner earlier this week what are some final takeaways from Andrew Briner in year one
1: Well, first of all, I love the dinner because, uh, like everything that Andrew does, it's on time, and he moves it right along, and we actually finished ahead of schedule, which is somewhat unusual for team dinners, banquets, but that might have something to do with the MC yourself kind of moving it along. Uh, But I think now it's it's great because now we're focusing on 17. You know, honor our seniors, uh, tell them they'll always be a part of the Fordham football family. And I think with who we have coming back, the expectations are going to be real high. And as I said to them that night, you know, you got to get up every day and think about those expectations, but more importantly, you got to think about what's my commitment towards those expectations and does my individual and the team's commitment match the expectations. But I think we have a chance to have a really uh, special season, open up an Army, then we travel to Central Connecticut, and then we host Eastern Washington here at home, which fills that void uh, when Columbia decided not to play us in football anymore. And It'll be a great uh, great game uh, for FCS football. Um, they're usually ranked in the top five. I think they finished second or third last year uh, in the polls. Probably third because I think they lost in the semifinals. Uh, so it'll be a great game and uh, certainly would uh, help us in seeding in the FCS tournament, or an at-large bid if need be, or anything, but it'll it should be an exciting year with everybody we have coming back.
0: Moving into the to the final two here, two more Atlantic 10 championships are actually happening this week. One is swimming and diving, and I don't think a lot of people in Fordham circles know of your immense swimming background as three-year champ, a three-season champ as a student athlete at Springfield College, the coach at Tennessee, the coach at Brown, on different sorts of committees nationally in preparing for for a conference championship uh, what's the biggest key coach well
1: i don't know about an immense knowledge or effect on the sport of swimming uh sport of swimming you train all year you swim some dual meets to get ready for the end but it really comes down to the championship meet at the end and you shave and taper which is something that some people kind of quite don't understand. And you rest and you lower your yards that you do every day, and then everything kind of happens in essentially a four-day meet. And our team's out in Ohio, and I know they've worked extremely hard this year. Uh, They're ready to go, and it would be great to kind of follow that and see how everything uh, falls into place. But it should be a lot of fun.
0: And lastly, indoor track at the A-10s this week in uh, Fairfax, Virginia, at George Mason. Is there ever a dull moment for you for Fordham Athletics?
1: These these weekends you realize, or this stretch, you realize, hey, everything's going? There's always two overlap periods in the year, when fall and winter are. Fall's finishing up, winter's going, and when winter's finishing up and spring started. Uh, But you didn't talk about my immense ability in track and field. I did run a marathon once once, 1982. Uh, but I know that Coach Dewey thinks we're ready to, to run pretty well. We had some good performances at the Melrose Games. Uh, but this is kind of the exciting time of the year. It's championship season. It's what your student-athletes work for. And for me, it's the, the fun part of the job. So it's kind of juggling following everybody at the same time and seeing what's going on. You mentioned the
0: breakfast for champions at the beginning, but is there anything else coming up that Fordham fans should know about in the world of Fordham Athletics.
1: Yeah, once again, we've talked about it before, but on April 22nd we're going to have the inaugural Fordham Athletics Gala and Hall of Fame induction ceremony and it's at 583 Park Avenue in Manhattan. Uh, we have room for 500 people. Uh, we're about 350 right now, so we're going to have a full house and I would encourage everybody and anybody uh, to join us and if you're planning on join us, joining us, by your tickets and tables as soon as you can because it's going to be a, a fun night and kind of something different for Fordham Athletics.
0: Dave, as always, thanks very much, and we'll see you in March. Thank you. Always my pleasure.